Don't you enjoy a cold, crisp beer? Can you imagine it now? Taking your first sip out of a full, ice-cold mug of golden German beer? Yeah, we love it too. And there's plenty of it at Oktoberfest, Huntington Beach, California, on October 4th. We're celebrating from 6.30 in the evening to 1.30 in the morning, just like we've done for the last 42 years. We've got the best imported German beers, including Späten, Warsteiner, Paulana, Hofbrau, and our own brand, direct from Germany, Schwaberpower. Plus, we've got food, beer drinking contest, a costume competition, and a live DJ all night with even more waiting for you. You must be over 21 with a valid ID to get in, and admission is $10 cash on the door. But here's the secret, folks. Come in before 6.30 and you get to come in for free and stay the whole night for free. Be here on October 4th at Old World Village, 7561 Center Avenue, Huntington Beach, California. The fun starts at 6.30. What kind of what impression is that supposed to be? That was that was uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> that <laughs> failed miserably. That was Mike TV from the original Gene Wilder Willy Wonka. Oh my god! Yeah, that failed horribly. Shame <laughs> wow. on you. Yeah, like <laughs> I think okay, it's because sure. it, I think it's the strawberry uh, mango yogurt in my throat. Just 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 start the show. Just start the show. Oh wait, we're on. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? That was the most creative entry of all time. It is the Folk Report here on the Comic Experience, episode 59. <laughs> Coming to you live from the Fulcrum Studio throughout the world. Um, <laughs> the Fulcrum Studio on the internet. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Um, I am Sebastian. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Sorry, I'm really tired. I just like clearly just like straight got out of work. So my brain's still in that mode. It's Oktoberfest. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but yeah, I'm Sebastian. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Reb and Winter Soldier. Um, I'm going to shoot it over to our editor, um, director. He does everything here on the, the comic experience uh, is the one and only Gilbs. What's going on, Gilbs? What's up, everyone? I am Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fulcrum Gilbs. I'm happy to be here. I can't wait for till next week too because we're get, we got the Fulcrum Fight Six. I know. I'm stoked, and I have not planned for that at all. But that's how the Fulcrum fights go. Actually, I just <laughs> you know how you hate them so much, and it's because I literally planned it that day. <laughs> no. Um, cool. Welcome back, Gilbs. Absolutely glad to be here. Right on, right on. I'm going to shoot it over to um, the UK. We have the one, the only, Machinima Man Marshall. What's going on, Machinima Man? Oh, hey there, guys. Um, yeah, so I've just been hanging out with my dog. Um, and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take him out, and we're going to have a date, you and me, Sebastian, yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, wait, no, I'm going to... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh, wait, you, you forgot to insult me. I'm sorry, you're like, I... 
All right. It sounds like Machinima Man is not going to be able to make it today due to his internet. Um, instead, we're going to have um, Crazy Uncle Harrison just just take both spots up in the UK department today. What's going on, Crazy Uncle Harrison? Hello. It is far too late for me to be drinking Pepsi, but I am anyway. Is it Diet Pepsi? Or are you what? Or which no, one? No, uh, this, this is full blue Pepsi. Okay. Remember that one time you were drinking the the zero Pepsi? I think it was. Or what, which uh, one? Coke, was it? I remember. Yes, I remember. You you decided to make an entire conversation with me about Coke Zero. Thank you. Yes. And it's about <laughs> as boring as this conversation is now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show, sir. Um, where can we follow you, sir? Uh, you can follow me on almost anything uh, at, at Harrison Bullman. Just search it. You'll find one of my accounts I've made at some point. You'll find him on Tumblr. There'll just be one little <laughs> one picture. Uh, on, yeah, yeah. On Reddit? No. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no just, just, just anything. G- give it a go. And let's just see whether I update it or not. Right. <laughs> Just follow him everywhere and and wait on the uh, the every word of Mr. Harrison. Um, where were you last week, sir? Uh, I was asleep. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Was. <laughs> I just wanted I you looking. to admit that to everybody. You fell asleep. The the folk report wasn't important enough. <laughs> no, I'm just what, messing with what, what? Well, <laughs> it's not like what? it was an important episode where we had someone who's actually worked on a Star Wars movie before. You know, right. Like, yeah, that wasn't a big deal at all. That wasn't huge. <laughs> Welcome back, sir. It's, it's awesome to have you. It's good to be here. Cool, cool, cool. So um, we're going to talk a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk. Uh, Kevin Feige joining Star Wars. He's going to produce a Star Wars movie. Whatever the hell that is, or whatever the hell that means. You know what I mean? <laughs> never, what, like, never heard of that. <laughs> so we're going to talk about it. People are getting super excited, but I'm like. It does, will it just look like a, another Star Wars movie, but like be really good? Um, I don't know. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we also have some uh, Jedi Fallen Order trailer that dropped, as well as the uh, Gilbs. You're super nerd with this one. Which one are, you, are we talking about today, Gilbs? Uh, we're talking about Joker. No, 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 and... not that oh, one. Oh, no. What, which one, which one are we <laughs> the, talking about uh, Your VR game. Oh, Vader Immortal. Right. Yeah. Vader Immortal number two. You're stoked about that one, right? Well, I wouldn't say stoked. I mean, it's like a thirty-minute episode, and it's, it's <laughs> like, I'm not. let's let's save it for then. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then we're also going to talk. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man. Um, it's happened, you guys. Spider-Man is back at the MCU. Um, I couldn't be more happy. Straight up, straight up fact. Why did the Venga Boys play? <laughs> Why did the Vanger Bus just come onto the stream? But um, yeah, I think that's that. But um, all right, quiz question time. Yeah, I think so. But well, right. we still have one viewer left. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, Dank Lord, Dale, Dale Erdman, and then uh, I, I think that's that, right? <laughs> what's up, Gilbert? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, quiz question for episode fifty nine. Um, Spider-Man has, uh, reunited with the MCU. Uh, I couldn't be happier. We're going to talk about that in a bit, but before we talk about that, the quiz question for this week is how would have Marvel explained the whole Spider-Man not being there if this didn't happen? So I want to hear 
Um, you know, yeah. I'm, if, not, I'm I'm down with this, but I want to point out I I already asked this quiz question when I took when I was the host. I asked Mar Marshall yeah. and Harrison to already to explain yeah. away that. But cool, let's do version two. Yeah, this is version two knowing, okay, version two worst, like absolute worst case scenario. So now we'll just do like the cringiest, like if it would have just absolutely right. turned out nightmarish. Like, okay, so yeah. Okay, the version two, which is the first time we've ever done this and I feel ashamed. I'm sorry, Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Version two of the question, a nightmare scenario for how that story could have turned Ooh. out. Okay, from, actually, from I, got it. All right, I got one. Yeah. Yeah, I I would like to point out my my version, which one was a nightmare scenario. Yeah, it's it's that Spider Man went on a killing spree. Oh, yeah, he, I that, did hear that one. Happy. Yes, was, um, I I remember this. Happy one. happy killed. Yes. Oh, no, yeah, right, yeah. yeah okay, go. and then another thing then that you guys can bring in because I don't know if you talked about it was how Tom Holland would have interacted in the MCU, or not in the MCU but the Sonyverse. So. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And we're gonna perfect. talk about that. that. There's more. my answer. So, folks, excellent, so excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, cool. Um, topic one, guys. Kevin Feige, he's back. Um, he's back in 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 a whole new way. <laughs> what what just happened this week, uh, Gilbert? Well, now Kevin Feige has announced that he's going to be working on Star Wars. He's going to be like producing Star Wars movies, and he's moving away from Marvel. So yeah, basically, we can. I think that now we can. All we can say from there is that Star Wars is going to start rocking, and Marvel's going to start sucking. I would like to also <laughs> go ahead and um, just say that, like, I'm just call, calling Sony out on their BS. <laughs> when Sony, did, did you guys see the official tweet when they when they parted ways this, uh, with Disney? No, what would they say? They had an official statement from from that, and, and basically within that statement, they, they said that um they were parting ways because kevin feige was just too busy um you know he he just acquired all that new fox property so he's gonna be too busy to work on spider-man property um so it's heading back over to sony and then like straight up right after that not only did <laughs> not only he did he just get announced that he has time to produce a star wars movie as well but that he is now going to produce the next Spider-Man, you know, movie is also. Maybe so, that's why he did it is that he's like, oh, I'm too busy, am I? Well, watch this. <laughs> I, I like almost wanting to like 100% guarantee that that was like a, a, you know, a bit of a move too, you know, straight Total up. power move. Yeah. He's like, no, uh, I have plenty of time. I'm going to produce the Marvel, entire Marvel Cinematic Universe and a Star Wars movie over here. So... Um, real quick for everybody down in the comments and and uh, and then Gilbert, I'm gonna start with you. Um, are we? I mean, yes, we're excited, but um, what are we excited about? Like, what what's so awesome about Kevin Feige joining? The I'm excited DMs, for a better continuity. Uh, I'm excited. Okay, like, cool. So, like, maybe you know, there was a lot of question of how long it took between uh, episode seven and episode eight. It's like, is it one day? Is it like a week? How how long are they running away from? Like, and so. I think with Kevin Feige, that kind of stuff will be a lot less ambiguous, and also we'll, we'll have a, a lot more appropriate time frames between movies, as opposed to just like, oh no, you know, it's it's the next day. We you know we're just gonna do right into the next one. I'm like, nah, dude. That's have you looked at if you look at any of the Marvel movies, that's not how they do things. They let things kind of, you know, they make a movie and then like three months go by, and the next movie is like, oh well, look at all the th last three months that happened since that last movie. Yeah, you can fill comic books in between the stuff and. Exactly, and I think that's exactly what he'll do. I think he'll he'll find a way to make Star Wars better. I'm trying to re I'm trying to like figure out um, because you, we're gonna um, 
we're going to do some voice subs for the upcoming, like, uh, I think it's called, like, the Star Wars Alliance uh, comic. Is that, like, the, the four-issue miniseries? I think so. Something. Uh, Anyways, my, my point is um, that's going to be a part of the um, that want, the the road to Star Wars, The Last Jedi or whatever. Um, and I'm, tr- uh, or, yeah, no, The Rise of Skywalker. And I'm just trying to remember with The Last Jedi, I don't remember there being too much, uh, like, connection, uh, like, tie-in novels. Like, there wasn't room to do anything in between the two movies to even have, like, books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, do we so remember I... what happened last with that? I don't think anything. There's Phasma. And I think that was that, right? Yeah, there's, I think, they, I'm not sure. I think Poe Dameron might have a comic, but I'm not entirely certain. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know he has this comic. I'm not. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Um, real quick question, um, Harrison. Are you excited to to hopefully see Kevin Feige? Yeah, create a bit more of a solid universe. And um, like we we're just talking, are you excited to see these little pockets open up a bit wider to to have additional content and room for that additional content this time around? You know what I'm saying, like. Oh, I always feel like when we when we get these new um, Star Wars Disney books or comics or anything like that, it's so chained down to, because, uh, to you know what's going on in the current canon, then they really just can't say or mess with anything till these movies are over, basically, and and then they can go wild. But um, are you excited for a bit more wiggle wiggle room for expanded universe stuff too? Or um, so why don't you take it away with that? Um, yeah, I am. I don't actually know whether we'll see that from Feige. I, um, I think one of the things with, with Feige is that, you know, like, I think like uh, most of the people currently involved in the Marvel Universe, the MCU, that's, he's tired of it. Um, so I don't, I'd be surprised if he took on like a full role like he has with the MCU. So he might step away from being that controlling and just be more of just a producer for a single film or a single set of films without having to worry about everything going on that Star Wars. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I imagine it like I imagine him maybe testing the waters with uh like maybe one of the Yeah, and it doesn't even mean he's directing this thing either. So it could be like he could be teaming up with Ryan Johnson or something, or the uh, Game of Thrones guys even. Like we don't know who or I don't know. The Game of Thrones guys are directing and producing that one or do we know? I this? think that I think they're just directing it. I think they're writing it too, but I'm okay. not I'm not sure. So like Kevin Feige could easily be attached to one of those two trilogies. You know what I mean? So maybe he dips his foot in with the first one and if he wants to continue and, and hang in there, I imagine it like being for a trilogy and then, you know. Oh, um, I'm sure he will. And I mean the positive fan response from it all, I'm like, come on, man. Like just the fact that the in the last whatever, like 24, 48 hours, however long it's been, people have been, have been Oh my God, Kevin Feige! Yes, I, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I, I, I just I think on that alone, uh, he's gonna get involved in all the projects. Uh, it, it's or hard. He, it's just yeah. It, for a guy like Kevin Feige, I almost feel like I want him to. I just hope he has enough time between Marvel. Like I still want him to to hang in there with Marvel, and I don't want him to like put somebody else in charge of that. Um, but you know, like. Um, I'm just trying to figure out like what Star Wars is so different from Marvel. You know what I mean? And and Marvel can they have like this weird ability to produce three movies a year, and we're not we're still not going to get that with Star Wars. You know what I mean? So like I'm trying to fi- like 
what is Kevin Feige going to bring to the table uh, that fans are just like so stoked about? And you were saying world building, right? Yeah, like the, the fact that he that he's proven that over the last ten years he can he can help build a world that we're all you know with, and with a few exceptions, there's a couple of timeline problems there, but generally we all look at that and we're like, dude, this fits together perfectly, and it's a, it's a very cohesive story. I'm like, Star Wars is not not as much. I think he might bring that in. Yeah, I'm hoping he'll make it like he'll also t maybe be able to to think of it in a bit more of a different way than our current producers have been. And let me it, let me put it yeah, uh, Sebastian. Let me put it this way: is that if Kevin Feige was on Star Wars before you know before all these movies started coming out, I don't think Solo would have been would have involved the rebellion. I don't think uh, Episode Nine would have had anything to do with, uh, with Rose Tycho. Yeah, or 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 going yeah, or episode eight would have had anything to do with Rose Tycho or going to to uh, that you know the uh, planet, the one planet, the uh, gambling planet. I don't think it would have been. I don't think episode nine would involve Palpatine. Yeah, I don't, like there's a lot of things that if I, Kevin Feige I, I was involved before that, yeah, he they wouldn't have been there. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing. No, I totally agree with you, and I think yeah, all these like blaring mistakes because like I go and watch Last Jedi, and there's it's Star Wars at the end of the day, and there's absolutely some stuff I dig in it. You know what I mean? Like there are some cool scenes in it. It's a Star Wars movie after all, but um, the overall experience is like a no, and it's sometimes just because like just like a few tweaks off, and like you never know how like that movie could we could all been like just extremely excited about that thing. So, uh, yeah, I totally agree with you. Maybe he can, like, <coughs> course correct these, like, little... St I, may I don't know if Darth Maul would have even been in Solo. You know, like, that yeah, seemed probably, like a... exactly. Probably not. Yeah, it, it seemed like a very MCU thing to do. And that, like, partially gets me excited because I love that, like, crossover stuff. And, you know, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm down with that for sure. But I, I felt like star wars was going to attempt to replicate that and just do very like poorly at it because that's just not something that they've been really doing it's more of a chronological s story for the most part and you know they've been telling these off stories but um they're experimenting with it with like movies now and um i definitely feel it was like kevin feige on board um i i definitely first of all want to see more spinoffs and because i don't want those to go away yep. Um, Maybe that's why they brought him on is because uh, they, they've been they've been hinting at so many other things that they might work on. They're like, crap, we we don't know what else to do. Let's bring this guy. He knows he, he has experience doing that. And they can't. And another thing, too, is they they can't like as much as they love their Disney plus streaming service. They can't cram everything on there like they have to yeah. to make ticket sales as well, because that's only a consistent fee, uh, you know, once a month, which is great. But, um, yeah, but, but it's not the same as, as like the millions of dollars they get from box office sales. Exactly. And um, I'm down for seeing more trilogies, but um, I would like them to continue. Like I dug Rogue One and I, I dug Solo. So like, um, yeah, yes, please like slow down and, and remember to make Star Wars special. But um, like I'm down for more cool, fun stories. But um, yeah, and I also think that like we're not going to get such blatant like Oh, like, oh, that's how Han Solo gets his gun. That's how Han Solo gets his dice. This is how Han Solo gets his name. And they're all just so cringy. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think, you, like you said, I don't think any of that would have happened with Kevin Feige. And it would have been a, a tad more, like, creative. So, um, Harrison, what do you think that Kevin Feige is going to bring to the table? Or, like, what is everybody so excited about? Everyone's excited that he's a big name, and like, yeah, he is. He is 
pivotal to making the MCU such a success. Um, I, I do think that, you know, for a lot of us who feel that this current run of movies is not working out as we'd hoped, it's this kind of thing of maybe he'll come in and save it. Maybe he'll come and fix this. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's the problem with the story is it's such like a non story. Like I was looking, trying to find more information about you. It just says he's developing a film for Star Wars. It doesn't say if it's a film that's separate from the things we have above, or like you mentioned, maybe he's going to be associated with one of the films we already know is in production. Um, so I don't know what it's going on because I was looking at it and it was mentioning how many people are currently developing not just single movies but like their own trilogies because you know, Ryan Johnson's got his and the Game of Thrones guys have got theirs and it's like well how many damn like Star Wars films are we going to get because it like I don't know I, I suppose they want to it seems to make an MCU out of Star Wars I'm not sure whether it's the right thing to do um but hopefully with Feige there, it will work. Yeah, my hopes are that, like, I feel like I'm hoping that the universe is large enough to be able to tell separate stories that aren't so encroaching on the other ones, too. You know what I mean? More separate, you know, a trilogy set over here and a trilogy set over here. You know what I'm saying? The Star Wars story seems to be very linear and kind of trapped all in one, you know... Um, kind of space and area and I, I get it it's history but like that universe is huge and the galaxy that they live in is huge and i feel like the, there's hopefully uh after they get done with the skywalker saga room to be able to like for example i think they were saying that like ryan johnson's trilogy might possibly be set like 100 years after the rise of skywalker and it, it's just completely separate from the rest of Star Wars. Set in the world, and you know, you, you still have some of the elements, but like finally detached from the from the like that that mythos, and we just get to tell some cool stories in the world of Star Wars. And um, I'm hoping that like he he you know goes more that direction, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, because like yeah, I don't I, I I agree with you. We have like. Th- th- two trilogies and i know you know we both we all know that one of them's going to be the um the old republic one right i mean it's almost obvious and then we're going to get another trilogy and god knows what ryan johnson's doing so um in feige we trust one thing that's scaring <laughs> me though and like this is how i'm going to transition it but um we one of the things that was in the article about Kevin Feige, um, you know, being a producer on a Star Wars movie is that he was eyeballing um, one particular actor or actress um, to be the star of the film slash like mini franchise, uh, you know, the trilogy or whatever. And uh, so I wanted to ask uh, Harrison first. I'll shoot it off to you. Um, who what? Step into the brain of Kevin Feige. Who, which actor are you kind of eyeballing to star in your in your new Star Wars like set of movies? Hmm, a new Star Wars set of movies. You know, what I'm saying like a trilogy or whatever the hell there he is going to produce. I imagine if you're going to pick one a particular act, I imagine him like not directing like a solo or a Rogue One type movie. It's going to like kick something off at least, right? So like yeah. what, what? So yeah, we're picking an important actor, actor or actress uh, who's going to lead this this whole new thing. Um, 
do you know do you know who uh, oh, i can never remember her name hang on let me just see if i can find her name uh bah, 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 what, what stuff has she been in um uh specifically thor ragnarok um and recently the kind of failed uh men in black sequel oh the valkyrie chick okay. oh yeah oh i like her yeah yeah like like, like i i try to think what, what her Dapps's name is because I really love her. Yeah, in, I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up because I'm gonna play devil. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um. Anyways, while we're looking that up, uh, we'll play devil's advocate because I Tessa think Thompson. Uh, Tessa Thompson. Yes. Okay. I really dig her, and I think she would be really badass in the world of Star Wars. And uh, yeah, thank yeah, you, I've, thank like, you for yeah. Thor Ragnarok kind of showed that, like, like she's like a pre-made. Like Star Wars character, if you if you if you take the Valkyrie before you realize she's the Valkyrie, she's like a fantastic like like you know um, female equivalent to Han Solo sort of thing. I'd I'd love to see you know like a, a or a bounty hunter or something you know like 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 um, you know start following around a uh, a Mandalorian woman like taking people out. It would be awesome. Yeah, just like right away in my head, I imagine her like I can almost imagine her just straight up being in the Mandalorian show. So yeah, a whole mm-hmm. like trilogy of of like a more strong. Um, Ray seems to be a little like um, not knowing what where she is or what she's doing, you know. So it'd be yeah, nice. To, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Agency. Yeah, she, she she doesn't like decide things herself. At, well, I mean, she she did a bit more in in uh, the Force Awakens. She was pretty cool, but recently she's yeah, basically uh, she, like a younger girl, and it's like <laughs> and almost like almost somebody that hasn't doesn't have like an ex a, an extreme amount of like social experience either. So like, but it would be really cool to see Tessa Thompson be this character that uh, has like this like, you know history too. Like we get into her movie and mm-hmm. we don't maybe know what the hell she's been through. You know what I mean? And uh, just yeah, somebody with like different shades of of gray. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I really dig that, Harrison. Um, Gilbert. Um. It, so, what was the question again? If I had to choose an actor or an yeah. actress? Yeah, or step into like think think Feige. Who's Feige eyeballing? Uh. Well, I'm gonna say probably Haley Steinfeld. That's the actress from Bumblebee and also from uh, the 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 newest Mummy movie that got made. Yeah. Yeah, and then so, she's uh, the the voice actress for uh, Spider Gwen too. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah. I would I would absolutely see her being uh, like if if he wanted someone for Star Wars. I mean, you know, she seems like the, she seems like a pretty popular actress, and also she's not bad. Like, I mean, she's pretty good at it. I mean, I like her. <laughs> I liked Bumblebee. <laughs> no, I, I I actually totally agree with you. That was um, I always like. I'll be one of those spontaneous moviegoers where, like, if you go to see a movie and it's kind of all sold out, um, I'll kind of look what else is playing. And sometimes those are, like, the best movies when you're like, oh, I remember when we were, when I was little, I went to go see uh, Attack of the Clones. And we got to the theater and uh, they, they were all sold out. It was, it was like, over with. And I remember my parents would be like, oh, we're just going to see Spider-Man instead. And I was so sad as a little kid. I was like, whoa. And then, like, I got in the theater and Spider-Man started. And it was, like, the coolest thing in the world. So, like, yeah, Bumblebee was one of those movies um, where I, I just, yeah, I was like, all right, I'll go see Bumblebee. And it was it was, it was was awesome. I like that one. Um, what kind of role do you think she would kind of play? Because, yeah, like Harrison said, with Tessa Thompson, you I mean, almost have an instant it, it, image of what she could be. But with her 
with her, I I do have an instant image, and I don't know if I'm liking that instant image. So like, help me direct it into more of a positive. With her, Mara Jade. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she's a little bit older too. You know what I mean? Maybe actually, you know what? Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, uh, a younger than that, Mara maybe Jade. like probably just like the well, uh, I want to talk rebels about or. Or we could do a story or like a series about Luke's Academy and have her be one of the Jedi. Like I could see her doing that kind of stuff. No, yeah, and and then uh, I want to talk about Mara Jade real quick because uh, who said in the who brought up Mara Jade bath, bathroom stall writings? Oh yeah, that do you was, got, have uh, you guys heard about this by the way? No, who, uh, what happened? Okay, so like that was Dale, that was Dale Erdman, but who, uh, what happened? Okay, so like in the um, at Galaxy's Edge, there's uh, Arabesh writing all over and. Mm -hmm. Uh, you there's like a translator app or whatever. If you, or if you know your Arabesh, you could actually just straight up translate it yourself. But um, in one of the bathroom stalls, uh, there was some Arab Arabesh that uh, translated to uh, Mara Jade lives. And like I I don't know like if I'm buying this one just for the simple fact is like um like why would they start like the whole Mara Jade conspiracy in a bathroom stall? But, like, there's reports saying that, like, for example, the guy that runs, like, the story canon of, of Lucasfilm, uh, he tweeted that, like, it doesn't look like somebody, like, illegally, like, etched it in there. It looks like somebody professionally put the Aravesh. So, like, I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, but, like, like you said, uh, like, if we're fan casting Mara Jade... Um, another cool thing with Mara Jade re-entering this, and I don't want people to, like, murder me in the comments, but, like, with Mara Jade re-entering the Star Wars universe, we don't necessarily need to have her, um, like they did with Thrawn. For example, Thrawn is generally, uh, like a post, uh, Return of the Jedi character, but when they reintroduced him, they kind of put him, um, before New Hope, and it kind of, you know, it, we didn't get the same types of stories, but, um... Uh, I imagine Mara Jade, possibly, if they're to reintroduce this fan-beloved character to, um, and this might, like, you know, piss some people off, but, like, necessarily not put her in the same time period as, as she was in the books or anything. Because <coughs> we don't necessarily all the way have room for her in, in the current, like, story that's going on in the Skywalker saga. And, and I think maybe if they were to start a new trilogy or something set in the world of Star Wars... And maybe not too long after any of those events, but not really tied down to anything. Yeah, I think Mara Jade would be a fun character to be told in in a brand new kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, I I kind of get that, and I could see them bringing back Mara Jade. Maybe not in the exact same ways like the Emperor's Apprentice, but you know, maybe it's an, yeah another one of the Dark Jedi or one of like some a clone that Darth Vader didn't tell anyone about or you know whatever you know name a story that they could use, but. I don't know. I personally, I would actually be a lot more happy if, you know, since they're sticking with the whole Palpatine thing, I'd be actually be a lot more happy if they did bring her in as, or just as someone in as a marriage aid, you know, and actually keep the story of, oh, well, this is my apprentice. I've been training her for the last 20 years. Go take on Ray or whatever. Like, I, I think that would be kind of cool, personally. Yeah. I, I agree with what Captain Rex says, by the way, um, about, uh, like, there could be some post Jedi's. Okay, one thing real, real quick is, like, um, I'm a bit, and I don't want to hear the Obi-Wan excuse every time, because Obi-Wan was, like, the first one, but I'm a bit tired of, like, getting these stories when I know that the character is going to die at a particular outcome. Like, for example, like, we're going to talk about it in... All right, uh, I, I get what you're saying, because it, it takes away the stakes, but still, though, 
it, 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 it I don't know, man. So does, does it, well, does it just make a ends up turning out to, and then I'm, here I'm gonna transfer. I'm gonna transfer it to our next topic, uh, Fallen Order, and this this fits perfectly in the Fallen Order because I'm super excited for this game. But <laughs> that dude in the middle with the lightsaber, he either has to die by a new hope, or turn evil, or like disappear, and you can't do the Ezra thing again, right? You know what I mean? You can't. The hell you can't look at those weird symbols on the side of the picture. He could go to the to like the what is, what is it called the other world or the like world the, the, the world between worlds. Yeah, the world between world. He could get stuck in the world between worlds and then fall in order too. <laughs> that no, that would be cool. And if it was like if the second game was like way trippier and like he in the reason why he disappears from the Star Wars canon is because he's stuck in the world between worlds. Then like I I guess I'm down with that. But um I'm I want characters like I want. That's why I'm kind of excited for Kevin Feige and the whole like everything like kind of in the Skywalker story ending because eventually then I'm going to get characters where I like I won't know what happens to them. You know what I mean? And that'll be nice because like we get we see Darth Maul show up in Solo and it's like, oh, I mean, that would be extremely exciting if you literally didn't just kill him in, you know, <laughs> Star Wars Rebels like minutes ago. Like you I just know I know you're going to die in like 40 years anyway, so I don't care. You know what I'm saying, though, like, it, it takes a little bit of the excitement out, because it's like, all right, I mean, there's a story to be told, but it's, it's just, yeah, like, the generic, like, oh, all right, no, I guess we're I, just going to get right. the crime boss. I get what you're saying. I, I do understand. It makes the, it takes away the stakes from the Kessel run. Like, you know that Lando and him and probably Kira are all going to survive this, because why? We've seen Lando and and Han in, you know, another in Well, other movies, not necessarily so. with that one, because it's like, I feel like you want to see how they do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, but that's my point. Is that like just because you know they're not going to die, doesn't that make it? it, it, it like you know, you get on a roller coaster, you're not going to, you're not, you know, you're not going to die. Then does that make the roller coaster less fun? But I feel like, for example, like Star Wars Rebels, the entire time I was asking myself, uh, Kanan has to, either, like, what happens to Kanan and Ezra? And Kanan dies. And sorry, spoiler alert for people who haven't seen Rebels, but Kanan dies. And then, as like I said, in it, you you know either they die or they like disappear, and they like there's some explanation for them not being there. And I don't know how many more times I want to see that you know that happen to like these characters. I dig like Thrawn's gone, and then I hope Thrawn reshows back up because he's like in some weird time portal with Ezra. So like I'm glad that they saved him for later, but um, I would just like yeah a little bit more like stakes i guess you know and not just stakes but just a bit more uh like interesting outcomes too you know what i'm saying they're rabbit holing themselves a little bit and like i said because they everything's so close together by the, when you introduce a new character uh it's so close to everything that you like you have to explain and maybe i don't necessarily want an explanation of whatever the hell happened to that character either you know what i mean yeah uh, but but someone does <laughs> uh harrison um re real real quick uh let's let's talk about uh jedi fallen order by the way because i am extremely excited about this i'm just like all right cal like do you get killed at the end of this game or is there another one but uh jedi fallen order trailer 2 came out did you get a chance to check that one one out harrison uh is yes i believe i believe i watched right Harrison. yeah it's like two it's minutes like, yes yeah, yeah 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 cool what did you think looks all right is it getting? <laughs> yeah, that's. I want to. I want to be positive with this, and I did get excited, and it does look fun. Um, I'm just hoping that like, I wanted to exceed my expectations, and I feel like my expectations are like kind of like medium with this one. 
Like, I think it's going to be really pretty, and I think, um, I'm guessing the story is going to be, like, pretty cinematic and fun to play through, but I feel like, I don't know, what's what's getting you a little a little scared, Harrison? Oh, it's not scared. It, it's just not making me, like, oh, yeah, I need, I need to play that. Okay, it's, then, it's then let me re-question that. What, what's it missing, then? Yeah, because I can't put my finger on it all the way, but it, is it just too samey? Yeah, to be honest. I mean, I remember, like, when they had that... Um, uh, some like gameplay footage came out, and it was like Uncharted with a lightsaber, um, and it looks kind of similar now. It, it it just looks like every game that's out right now, except there's lightsabers in it. Hmm. Yeah, kind of. It looks a little bit like Uncharted, and with a little bit of Force Unleashed and a lot of. Star Wait, what Wars do you Rebel mean? Gr- a little bit of Force Unleashed? A lot of it of Force Unleashed. <laughs> All right, yeah, that, that newest trailer, actually, yeah, you're fighting something that's not a Rancor, but it looks like a giant bat creature. Which looks vicious, but, like, I, yeah, I looks, guarantee when cool. we're flying well, on top of that bat, I'm going to be smashing square. Like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the same thing as, as Force Unleashed, and I'm sure there's going to be a quick time event that you're going to have to do some special move to stab it in the head or something. And I know when I walk up to a walker, I'm going to have to, like, weaken it, and then there's going to be some sort of, like, weak point where I press triangle, and then that's what I, like, do by, like, quick exactly. three. Yeah. And then, right. yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be, like, you have to fight, occasionally you have to fight another person with a lightsaber, and it's going to, it'll be cinematic at times, but I'm sure it's going to be mostly, like, it. Okay, it yeah, let me, like let me ask that question for you, because um, I, that is actually something that kind of stood out to me, um, because, yeah, I love lightsaber duels, and lightsaber duels in games kind of always, to be honest, kind of suck generally suck yeah <laughs> it is never like it's never straight up kotor let me hit you 50 times with a lightsaber and you not die no yeah exactly and then like um some games like you won't even move throughout a location like you do with a lightsaber battle and stuff um yeah i'm tired of hitting a character with a lightsaber and them not getting dismembered or anything or are lightsabers not even like properly clashing in a star wars movie you know what i mean how you get that fun like you know none of that um i did appreciate knights of the old republic the for the uh the animations at least like you know at least they got like i felt like the duels felt like the most duelish you know what i mean and a bit old-fashioned but like i'm like oh maybe that's just like an old-fashioned type duel but um it's better than like a, like Force Unleashed, like that bit when you uh, when uh, the the droid like turns into uh, Darth Maul, yeah, <laughs> and that fight on on like Cloud City, and, and like it always ends up where you just kind of like jumping at each other and stuff, and like kind of like maybe hitting, maybe not. Yeah, it's yeah, it turns something that you know in the movies is so choreographed and elegant and amazing, and it's just like this big mess every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, so maybe, just maybe, uh, the the lightsaber combat can be cool because the uh, the trailer made the lightsaber fight. Like, I actually saw the lightsabers connecting and hitting each mm-hmm. other and stuff. You know what I mean? It finally le- looked like something. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that mod for uh, for uh, Jedi Outcast that, you know, you, the lightsaber uh, physics actually work? So like if you get hit with a, in the leg, your leg falls off, and then you actually you actually have to like hop around. Uh, please send me that link. I have to see this right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll send it to you after the show because I'm it's like the funniest damn thing ever. Yeah, no, I have to see this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I I just want to say, what's going on? Uh, we have Fulcrum Sith, and then um, Captain Rex just split out. So thank you for showing up to our show. Um, 
yeah, I'm hoping the, the lightsabers definitely connect. Uh, I remembered that, like, the lightsaber combat in Outcast and Academy and stuff was really fun. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's still not traditional, like, kind of... It was kind of closer to, like, prequel stuff, but still not there necessarily. Um, Harrison, do you, do you, in your, like, in your predictive vibe, do you, do you see there being... You sitting there and, and actually having a legitimate lightsaber duel? Did you see that in the trailer? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, maybe. I don't. I... I'm trying to figure out if that was more of a cinematic kind of like, oh, this is kind of what happens in between. Like, there's a moment where it looks like gameplay, um, just by like basically like how the camera's moving, where they're fighting with lightsabers. So it looks like, yeah. So it looks like you could have actual, you know, fights. But it looks like Force Unleashed style. Like you know what I'd appreciate is um, is uh, during a lightsaber fight if the 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 controls turn a bit more uh, straight. You know, uh, uh, frick, I can't forget <laughs> more strat <laughs> more strategy with the uh, with your lightsaber attacks. You know what I mean? Like, okay, now now once you're engaged in like a legitimate lightsaber duel, there's gonna you know you can swing left or right or down or like kind of blow you and block stuff. You know what I mean? You're gonna have to worry more about you know blocking the other person's lightsaber too. And also maybe there there could be some sort of like intuition thing a bit, you know, because you have the force obviously. So maybe you can mm. get a bit a bit of a hint at where the enemy's saber is gonna come. And the harder the enemy, the 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 harder it is for you to actually like get a hit on them. You know what I mean? And when you get that final or the actual hit, then maybe that is like a pretty damaging hit or a kill attack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think like uh, like something. If you were gonna do like a really old school, like like the original trilogy style lightsaber fight, um, something like the combat, the close combat um, system from uh, Condemned. Could work. I mean, probably not. Oh, if you're in third yeah. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, they were like kind of really slow fights. Um, and it, it was it was like a couple of hits for you to die or for them to die. Um, and it was all about blocking. It was all about, you know, sort of like doing things the right way. Um, and so someone like that would feel more real unless, you know, just smash square until everyone dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what I'm wanting out of this game, apparently it sounds like they've been working on this for five years. And Damn. Yeah, which scares me because this doesn't look like a game that's been worked on five years. <laughs> Those better be impeccable. Dude, it, yeah, like straight up because like what, maybe that's a reason why it looks so old school too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like created five years ago. But um, no, fair, this... like, like five years can mean a lot of things because it can mean like that the project was started and then was dropped and then was picked back up again. I think this project um, was dropped at some point. It this definitely reeks of a project that was. It doesn't feel like a fully thought out like like they. <laughs> it been feels like Force Unleashed three, and then then it just got passed around. Then it eventually became EA's thing, and they're like, no, fall in order. Thank you, Das Bands, by the way. Yeah, uh, like for Honor <laughs> Star Honor, Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I feel like something did happen in the process of this game development. I mean, it looks it looks good, but um, it's 2020 almost. I want great. Like, it, it's about time for great Star Wars games. You know what I mean? Where, where are my great <laughs> Star Wars games? And that might be due to the fact that EA is developing them. You know what I'm where saying? Where are your Star Wars games? About 20 years in your past. No, exactly. And like I said, technology's <laughs> never been better. Where am I, you know, where are the good games at? <laughs> I'll do this because technology doesn't make good games. No, no, exactly. I, I, I know that. But we, 
we're, we're case in point minecraft no no i totally agree with you and i'm just saying that um i mean we're at the point where star wars has the money to be able to make a good looking something and they're making good looking stuff just the content's been so like meh and like battlefront's like okay it's just okay you know what i'm saying like it's not and it just makes me yeah. like I'm just getting okay stuff, and I don't want this to be okay. It looks good, yet like I don't know. I feel like I've played this in some past life before. <laughs> yeah, that's that's because you have. But like, I did, did you, I? You played a lot of games that are like this. Yeah, um, yeah. most of them don't have Ron Weasley as the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, them gingers, I swear. We just need to get rid of them. Now, speaking of, we need to get rid of the ginger on this show. <laughs> Looks like we're at... Gilbert's virus finally spread over to Marshall's computer. You, you did it yourself. <laughs> it's like, goodbye, Marshall. Now we're going to go get Black Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, let's move on. I'm sorry, that was mean. Let's move on. Okay, so... Um... <sighs> At the very end of the day, like I said, I love I, I I never ever want people to ever think I'm being negative. I just want you to know I'm being I feel like I'm I'm not lying to myself. Like I don't want to lie to myself and be a fan that has my head buried so far up my head, you know, you know what I mean? That um no, I wanna be honest and this game looks good, but I don't think this is Star Wars at its full potential whatsoever. And that it it being a $60 game, I, I feel like it better have a, a nice amount of content packed in because uh, this game should have came out five years ago, I feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, it, and it has multiple times. I think, Sebastian, I think what, we, what we've come to is the conclusion that this game is just a bunch of other games that were already made. Do we have anything and... like positive to say about it? Or is it just like, is this the fact that it's just going to, it's just going to be like, I, I think I, the I'm troopers trying... look cool. I think that, I think the death troopers or whatever the hell I they're think called. Like, like, yeah. Like, and the design I think the is storm cool. Troopers look cool. And, and the, and the ninth sister. Cool. Like we got, we got another inquisitor. I never, ever complain about the looks of these. We always get great looking games and like there's some cool designs. So like I'm down with that, but I can't keep letting Star Wars ride on just cool troopers anymore. I'm not 10 anymore. You know what I mean? That worked when I was a kid and like you could just keep shoving trooper variants in my face and cool new lightsabers and that works for 10 year old Sebastian, but now I'm 25 and um, I want just Give a bit quality. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I had quality. Like those Jedi Academy games were so good. And Outcast was amazing. I played an entire Star Wars like adventure. You know what I mean? And and your character was just so different at the very end of it. And uh, I'm excited. I mean, <laughs> this will be cool. We have a really like we have a famous actor playing the the character too. And um, so we'll see what hey. happens with it. Yeah, we have, we have a joke. We have a Joker guy playing. right we have a famous actor we have well no he's in that a... he's in that show shameless which i'm not into but apparently it's there oh, there are people. oh no yeah you're right he's the he's the younger brother and then okay well all right he's he's all right all right right I, I i take back my asshole comment <laughs> <laughs> all right uh real quick let's talk vader immortal okay look, here let me actually get the, the pictures up for that Cool. There's not a whole ton to talk about. I'll, 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 I'll say that. I didn't sit there and watch the 30-minute thing, so Gilbert, you can fill me in on the additional stuff, but I know they added force powers this time around, right? 
Yeah, give me a second. I I, ha- I took a bunch of stuff. Uh, I took a bunch of screenshots as I was watching the video. Okay, cool. Harrison, did you get a chance to check out any of this? Uh, no, I haven't seen Very Immortal. I tend not to um, like check out trailers for VR stuff because I don't want to be sad. <laughs> okay. It's just that thing of like, like, oh, that looks amazing. Too bad I can't afford anything like that. Okay, now real, real quick. I'm glad you said that because I heard that there was like a weird mild dip in quality this episode around. They said a little that- bit? Yeah, what's going on with that? I have no idea. I mean, I because they said like still... the first one was like extremely realistic, right? Like if if I'm doing VR, I want this stuff to be pretty top notch. Well, because the whole I think it's because like... the first episode they really wanted to hook you. Like I think this is only like a three, a four or five episode thing, so they really wanted to hook you in on this. I think it's only gonna be three, actually. Oh shit! Oh, and then, then yeah, then never mind. They they really wanted to hook you on that first one. So that's why the first one looks so good. I think the second one, yeah, it drops a little bit in quality, but. I don't know. I would I would say for, for you know for right now for the technology that it is, you can't expect too much from VR. Why don't you give me a rundown real quick of of what happened? Okay. You kind of gave well, us a rundown of what so yeah, happened last time. So yeah, so. it starts off with uh, you. It's directly after the events of the first very immortal. You know, you uh, he's now talking to you. He's like you're going to learn the dark side. Now you know we're I'm going to teach you everything. And he's he's basically giving the whole his whole spiel about how they're going to rule the galaxy and all that nonsense. And then he takes them into a into a like a like a weird tomb on Mustafar, where you find out you you are this lady's like the statue of this lady. I think it's uh, Lady, like I think I, I forget keep what saying it, Lady Corvax. Is that Corvax? There, yeah. I lady can't Corvax. believe I know that. <laughs> well done, well done, Sebastian. But yeah, you're uh, yeah. So basically, she's like the I guess the one of the ancient Mustafarians, and you're one of her descendants, which is why you're able to interact with all the stuff. Basically, you're you, she, this is forerunner technology, and you're the only one able to use it. So, how convenient! Yeah, so, yeah, I know, right? And that's why Vader needs you. So he talks, he tells you this whole story about like you're going to do this whole thing, like, and I'm going to teach you the ways of the Force because it can, you know, you can create life and you can destroy things. And so, basically, that's a tutorial that teaches you how to throw stuff, like, and yeah, it, it, all you're able to do is is force push. Like, and then, you can't, you can't. You can't uh-huh. choke anyone. You can't do lightning. You can you yank can stuff just, to you, though, right? Like yeah, you, saw, yeah, you yeah. can you can pull stuff towards you and then push it away. But and then I think when you hold stuff for too long, you crush it, and then it, then it, then that's it. But cool. yeah, so how they do that is like, he throws a couple of rocks at you, and then he tells you go put these keys in the in that pillar, and then what happens after that is this machine turns on. Those images are so dark. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's, I, what I is, what is this Halo one? <laughs> I know, dude. I was trying to be like, "What the hell?" I, I watched other. I watched other videos. It's that. It's legitimately that freaking dark. I like, and that's a crap. Oh, there you go. It, it will. Starts, it's like the machine turns. It's just like it just shows me that they didn't have to try that hard because, like, because it's so dark. And like, yay, it's a tomb, and I get it. It has to be dark, but that just shows me that they like spent less time on this thing. Yeah, this this uh, show or this uh, game is incredibly dark. Like, you can hardly see anything. And I'm just like, what the hell? And this is my computer at the, at its brightest setting. And I'm like, Oh my God. That's like the brightest the thing gets right there. When Jesus lights up the, the Tesla yeah. machine. And then I guess you find after that, you find this message that's it like a weird wall, like ends up like talking to you and says, Oh, my descendant don't, you know, don't let the, anyone get the hand, their hands on this, the morning star or whatever the heck it's the thing the power source is. So is this guy working in tandem with Vader or against Vader? 
well right now you're you're kind of like under no, the not, rest. not your not your character but the the wall Oh that's, no, that's that's a uh, uh, Lady Corp. That's a recording of Lady Corvax. Like she tells you, like the story of you know how she created the this power source. Okay. And how she like it was used for like bad purposes and have in the in the wrong hands it could destroy entire worlds the way it destroyed Mustafar. And right, so, is your theory is our uh, theory still? And then I want to get Harrison in on this real quick, but before we get the entire rest of the story going, but uh, is your theory still standing? Like, did this episode coincide well with our original theory of of Vader basically going back in time and him being the reason why most of ours destroyed? I'm still thinking yes because yeah, I think that's the most uh, recent story. This ever. is the yeah because yeah, this thing is the time machine. It's like the time thing, and this is its power source. So the, the whole second episode is about getting the power source. And do you get it at? Yeah, I'll let yes, you... you end up finding it, but you end up spoiler alert. You end up giving it to the uh, to the native Musafarians. Gotcha. Real quick, Harrison. Um, do you like this this idea of? And generally, I'm kind of against this, but it almost seems like too poetic and bitching to not work out cool. But do you remember our theory of of last time? Um, yeah. So I... so I get that there there's this like basically. Anakin is trying to like go back in time to to uh save Padme, right? And uh the didn't Mustafar get destroyed by some like dark warrior, Gilbert? Uh, like is it yeah, that the story? Yeah, like, like, like some... in, the, in the first yeah, in the first episode it talks about how in the past, yeah, Lady Korax's husband was killed by some by like some dark soldier or like dark warrior, and it looks strikingly like Vader. Yeah, so our idea is that he pot Vader in like trying to go back in time and like you know do the whole Padme thing. Yeah, he's is be the, the reason, reason that, that uh, Mustafar gets destroyed. And then how bitchin' that he like got burned up on the lava planet that he ends up like creating later in the future. Yeah, like, I a, think that's, that's some really, weird time travel-y, like, but like really awesome, but like really awesome at the same time because yeah, he was a human, or I mean, of course he's a human now, but he was just like a regular old dude when he is added to find out later that darth vader like it's his destined to be kind of and i i really dig that kind of idea is that a story that you want that you're kind of digging harrison does it sound like i mean i don't know it sounds like something kind of fresh in a weird kind of way i guess i uh, for some reason i just don't like time travel mixing with star wars and i generally don't either but like dark warrior destroyed mustafar and then that's the exact same planet that that character became the dark warrior on but like way later in the future like i don't know it just sounds too cool to be true almost like i'm I'm gonna be kind of sad if it's not the true story Mm. i guess i I think i've mentioned this before as well but like one things i i have a slight problem with uh, with all the extended star wars stuff is that like vader just doesn't have any time yeah i don't know yeah there's nothing interesting busy yeah so you know, like uh, just adding this on as well, like, oh yeah, and also you know, not only being um, you know the space wizard who's mostly a robot now is the biggest goth daddy you've ever seen, and is the father of the you know, the main hero of the series. Oh yeah, he is also a time traveler now, and 
he killed himself and then became his own dad. You know, like like how far is it until we go? Ah, it wasn't actually like an immaculate conception. He was his own dad. Whoa. Oh God! Oh, that's just a, no, that's no, a really no. horrible ray theory, no, by the way. Wrong. That's a terrifying ray theory. One of the ray theories is that she's Smee Skywalker, and at the end of the movie, they send her back in time, and that she's yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 no. And if dude, straight up, I think if anything would make me boycott Star Wars, it would be that if. If Ray is horrible, yeah, and I see, I've seen like the Luke, the freaking like gotta go back, back, back where Ben, back to the future. <laughs> What's wrong, Doc? It's your kids, Ray. <laughs> Something's gotta be done about your kids, Luke. They're going to do. They're gonna do the Futurama thing. <laughs> but like I said, it seems a bit generally yeah so with the whole ray thing and her going back and being shmi absolutely no but with um darth vader being the reason why he got burnt up essentially and i know that sounds stupid but like that's the simplest way to explain how i'm excited about it but like him being the cause of yeah, his it's, it's, it's his own he's a, he's a monster of his own creation yeah and i just think that's really rad and a cool something interesting to tell with vader because like harrison says there there isn't a lot of space for this and we've seen a lot of stuff happen within like two Star Wars comic series. They're doing a third one right now called like Target Vader, where it's like a group of bounty hunters trying to assassinate Vader. And um, I, first of all, I'm like, why am I reading this? Because I know that like the <laughs> yeah, you obviously know they're not gonna do it. Yeah, like, see that it's killed. that problem again. <laughs> Rogue One was a little bit more interesting because it was more of like a heist thing where it's like, who's gonna survive? But like, I don't need to see that Tori retold, but just with like, oh, who's not? Well, no, no, that's what made that's what made that one scene in Rogue One like timeless and awesome is the fact that Darth Vader he starts breathing, and like you see that all the like the, the whole like squad of of troopers, he you hear his breathing, and then he, he you see his lightsaber, and you just know that they are all screwed. No, like, no matter that what. I dig. That was fun because they're all grunts. But like, you know, what I'm well, saying, no, I'm that's, saying my, like, that's my point. Though is that when Darth Vader shows up, that's his whole thing. Is that you? The idea is that you're supposed to know that like the people he goes up against are not going to survive. Like, and I think that's maybe that's part of the fun of that of that comic is that it's not that they're going to die; it's how, and that's the magic. Maybe if it's like a fun horror movie, then I'm super stoked. And like Darth Vader is like basically the Freddy Krueger of the Star Wars story. Darth Vader is the monster. <laughs> then I'm down. So far, I'm two issues into like I think it's a five or six issue series, and that'd be a really cool Star Wars movie. It's just like it's a squad of like six rebels are on the run from Darth Vader. That was the closest for me Star Wars ever got to a horror movie. You know what I mean? That was like straight up like subs- dude. Like I I was like shocked that they put that in a kids movie, just for the simple fact he's like throwing people on the ceiling and cutting them in half and stabbing. <laughs> They're just yeah, trapped. Yeah, They're I, just trapped, and like the 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 feeling of just total despair. Yeah. You almost never get that in Star Wars ever. Anyway, it's generally pretty. But, old. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Like the the last of it. Yeah. Is that I guess at at that point, uh, Dar- at this from this point, Darth Vader gets attacked by a giant rancor, and then you're separated from him. Oh yeah, I heard about this. It's like a yeah. At which point you have a you have a memory or you have a vision of like I think it's Corvax's husband. And he tells you about, oh, don't let him get this power source. If he does, then he'll destroy entire worlds. And it shows this kind of stuff going well, on, which kinda, I think is actually kind of cool. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, Clone Wars, like when they did yeah. the, the Mortis thing. Exactly. And then and then I imagine this would be pretty freaky in VR because then you start having Vader just impo- just kind of freaking impose on you like that. That's really... He's just yeah. like, sup? <laughs> and then, yeah, so then from there... Hang on a second. <laughs> Say that again, Gilms. <laughs> he's just like, sup? <laughs> <laughs> Up, bro. 
<laughs> do you even lift? <laughs> yeah, do you even lightsaber? Ah, <laughs> uh, Darth Chad has joined us. What's going on, Darth Chad? Yeah, but like, like it gets right up in your face. But anyway, uh, real, real quick, and then, um, and then basically, and, and it's basically the. Oh end, no, right? no, no! Actually, my bad. It's it's Bl uh, Black Bishop. It's not. It's not. Cordy. Yeah, you have a vision from Black Bishop. Okay, real quick. Uh, where now that the second episode's out, what's the what? Where's our percentage of him being Snoke now? Oh, dude, he is not Snoke. Why would he? First no! of all, I'm just all, hoping you, there's he tells some. You don't let. Don't let Vader get the power source, otherwise he'll destroy the pe the whatever. And then he tells you, "Take my lights or take my sword and, and use it." And it's then you get this, like an ancient lightsaber. Dude, what if so he's like, like deceiving him though? Because I'm looking at it from a whole another angle. Because he says he's like trapped there or something. And you like always look at it from another angle, Sebastian. <laughs> that's that's a fun way. Instead of introducing <laughs> this cool black bishop, I want Snoke. But anyway, talk about. I, this. I don't think yeah. he's. I I think very. I think he's probably just a Mustafarian. That's I, I seriously doubt he's Snoke. If he's Snoke, there's no reason for him to be Snoke. Let's just let's not. Well, I just want a cool some sort of explanation of Snoke already, and like we got that comic, and I still don't know anything about Snoke. So like, real quick, we just talk about this bitchin' lightsaber. Go for it. it go. Yeah, it has the freaking like it. It I don't know how it works, but it has the crystal like sitting there exposed, and that's just that whole thing is just awesome. This, this lightsaber looks badass. Harrison, look at this thing. Quiz question for next week. What's that hole for? Fidget <laughs> <Big> spinner. <laughs> what do you think about it? Uh, what that? Are, that are, 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 yeah, I'm trying to remember. Like, do you get excited about neat lightsaber designs, or am I just like? The... Um, I, I I normally do, but I'm not so into that one. Uh, I think it's, it's just a bit too like. Um, looks like something out of the Lord of the Rings to me. Yeah, and it is um, supposed to be of ancient design, so like, do do keep that in mind that like stuff did way, look way different now, and maybe like our current lightsabers are like the streamlined, you know, tech techy versions. But yeah, I do agree with what you said. It, it's not like original enough looking for you. Well, that, like I know it sounds weird, but for me, the, the my my favorite thing, the aesthetic of Star Wars is like is that it's like um, it's very uh, function over form, so nothing looks nice. It all looks kind of blocky and rubbish. Um, so I like I like you know like um, I like Anakin Skywalker's uh, lightsaber. I love how like huge it is. Now it's just got bits jutting out of it, and it's not very uh, like useful. I, I kind of hate all the like slender like yeah. Slender I own uh, lightsabers. Yeah, I own the Vader saber, and it's like the worst lightsaber for like combat because you can't do anything with that hill. It's the clunkiest, nastiest hill ever. So you have oh, to fight. Like, yeah, so you like straight up have to fight like Darth Vader to do anything. You know what I, mean? I feel like I feel like all of those, except with the exception of maybe like Mace Windu's, because this is real tight, like small and minimalist. Ooh, and or maybe count, maybe Count Dooku's. But oh. yeah, most of those freaking lightsabers would be so freaking horrible in like, I don't, yeah, like I look at Luke's. I'm, I feel like when you look at Luke's from Return of the Jedi, how does it not snap? Because there's a tiny little piece right there at the, at the tip where I'm just like, how does someone just not break that? Or uh, Obi Wan Kenobi has a great saber, by the way. And I've like, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this live, but like, I actually can attest to that because like I've been, you know, like messing with these sabers my whole life. And uh, Obi Wan has like a really nice hilt. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like Qui Gon hilt. Oh um, yeah, yeah. No, he has like the the most comfortable hilt of all. Yeah. Okay. 
I, yeah, I straight up, yeah, I've dealt with uh, multiple helps before. I can't but believe yeah, I'm saying that. Yeah. But okay, this so, lightsaber yeah. is real cool. That's that's my overarching point is that this lightsaber is so badass that I took multiple pictures of it. I agree with you, Gilbert. At first, it's weird. At first, I was on the Harrison side because I saw a video and I was like, do lightsaber announce. And I was like, oh, cool. And I checked it out and I was like, okay, yeah, it's just a blue lightsaber. But then um, I watched the video again later and um, it ignites really cool too. It does that whole thing where it like yeah, it has it shoots out like electricity first, and then it goes like it, it doesn't even do like the normal lightsaber noise, and it doesn't even necessarily look like it um like it shoots out from the bottom. It almost looks like it it like materializes all it's, at once. Yeah, it, it's like created for it. It doesn't have like an actual a lens or anything. It just shoots out from the from like something i don't know it, it yeah you're right it materializes like magic and that's kind of awesome yeah it's like spark 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 and then it, it all it kind of goes like back to the original like once. to the original yeah. lore that only like event originally i i don't quote me on this because i don't think i i'm not sure in t in if how accurate this is but i believe originally it was like that lightsabers could only work because jedi channeled for the force through them like that yeah, is straight you, up like, about you or all i about couldn't that force. pick up a lightsaber yeah. because they didn't they just didn't like work for us no, you're 100% right. Yeah, it, it, or at least, you know, 100% it was all about the Force, you know what I mean? And, like, there is some sort of crystal connection, you know what I mean? So, like, like was, I dig what you're saying with, like, how this saber could not have been picked up by, like, uh, Han Solo, you know? Whereas, like like I said, the new Luke, you know, Luke Skywalker saber is, like, the version whatever, where it, like, has a battery inside now, you know, you don't need the Force to turn it on, you don't need, you know, it's, it's you know... It's pretty mechanical styled compared to like an old fashioned one where you have to have the force. I really dig that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm down with it. And the crystal too. It's like unique crystal too. It's like a black color. Yeah, it. I don't even know. It, it looks like, see if it, if it, I think it's just blue. It just kind of looks black in this, but I, I still think it's a normal crystal. I was watching like a breakdown video and like the guy got all close with it. So like, that's why the only reason I said black is because it actually does look like some sort of like obsidian type of maybe. Yeah. I'm cool. not sure if that's the case that that, that kind of, that might strengthen your whole Snoke thing, but I doubt it. Yeah. Well, Snoke's obsidian is from the, the lower depths of Mostafar. Oh, for God's sake. It, no, it straight up is. So, like, what, yeah, yeah. What if he, like, took it with him to, like, always remember? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, after that, you have to fight a bunch of the, like, there's a, a fight scene where you have to fight a bunch of the robots. And really all it all it equates to is you pulling them, like, at least in the thing I saw, is the guy pulling them towards them and then stabbing them with his lightsaber, which okay. is actually kind of cool. But, yeah, like, that's... There, it's really limited. Like you can't really do much with it, other than like you can do a few cool combos. But other though, otherwise, you're still just doing the same old stuff you did in the last one. Okay. Yeah. What's our takeaway with this episode? Like, because I remember being kind of excited for the where this journey takes us, and now being at episode two, um, what's kind of our like our leaving off point? What's you know what I'm saying? It's, like, well, what's what's our takeaway? What are we excited about for episode three and the entire story? Well, I'm gonna say this. It's really short. There's not a whole lot of memorable moments. And for and honestly, for a game that's being called uh, Vader Immortal, Vader's not really in it very much. Yeah, we also have to remember that title, Vader Immortal. So maybe that does tie back into our, our weird theory. But yeah, it's like more like Vader. I'm out. What well, was he in it a ton in the first one or no? No, like, well, he's he's in it for a minute. Like he there's a couple. There's like the interrogation scene. Yeah, and then you're you, right. 
like, there's not really a whole lot like then after that is your escape but like so then this, you run into him again like there's like this I think definitely that, I, better in okay so like then with him not showing up then that almost shows more credence to your theory because because then that would basically explain like the title of uh, is like oh you're basically like playing through the another uh weird i can't believe i'm saying this but like another weird origin of vader in a sense right like mm -hmm. So, like, maybe that's why it's called Vader Immortal, because this entire thing actually will, once we get to the end point, be about Vader entirely. You know what I mean? Maybe. That would be bitching. So, like, uh, what is Vader? Is Vader wants this power source to, to time travel to Padme? Yeah, he, this is this is the power source that he needs to, to make the whatever the, I don't know, the MacGuffin from the first episode to make it work and, okay. to, to, and to travel. And it, But it also has the ability, in addition to time travel, apparently, it has the ability to destroy planets. It's like Death Star style. <laughs> which I'm assuming has something to do with the time travel itself, but yeah. After that, you have to lead. Uh, you have to lead this Mustafarian dude out, and from there, it's it's pretty much just like a, a fetch quest at, at that point. It's like you have to you have to follow him, attack some robots, follow him some more, attack some more robots. Okay. And then yeah, I think I think that it has you fight like a monster, like a big monster, like the monster you see at the beginning. I think you fight or you start fighting it. But other than that, yeah, the pre it it's. Like I said, it's not very memorable. Like there's a there's a couple of cool parts, but mostly the the coolest part is when you get the lightsaber. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's what I kind of heard about this particular one. Um, what are you like? Let's say this one does end next episode. What's what's gonna happen? Like, what are we excited for? Uh, excited about? Like, what is there to tell? You know uh, I mean? Well, I think it's that's definitely gonna be the one where Vader. I think they're gonna do like the it, if anything, I'm really hoping they're probably gonna make it like 45 minutes to an hour of a, of a gameplay because if they just do another 30 minute episode, that's gonna be a little uh, like kind of like what the heck? Like what am I even doing here? Slash um, slash like could like here I'll ask this question to Harrison then could you tell a meaningful story in 30 minutes? I mean we get like some cool Clone Wars and Rebel stories so like well yeah but not three episodes long. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you could, you could definitely. It, it can be done. I just don't know what they do, especially if it has to follow on from this. I'm not sure what they do. Um, like, I, I don't know whether they'd like. It sounds more like a tech demo, this, almost. <laughs> if there is going to be this this time travel aspect, then maybe like you know the level would just be going through like different stages of Vader's life. Um. So whether you you'd sort of like you you travel and you flash through and like you know you have to like deal with Anakin like in a pod race and then you have to deal with Anakin um you know later on when he's a Jedi and then you have to fight a, you know a Vader or I don't know something to stop him mm. <laughs> I think I'm with you Harrison we're just like I don't know just <laughs> like, do, <laughs> let's just see do something <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they think. Yeah, I mean, I'm presumably like your character's just gonna die at the end of this. So, because if you you know, like try and stop Vader or something, and then you'll just die. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I feel like that's what's gonna happen is that you guys are gonna both be forced to time travel back to the when Mustafar was all green and lush. Then you're gonna have a uh, like you're gonna end up fighting, and you're gonna you're gonna be personally like responsible for Vader finding like Lady Corb. Okay. People yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, and then sense. you're gonna have to fight him, and then, and it's just, because he's Darth Vader, you're not gonna. I don't care how much you practice at the first two episodes, you're like <laughs> on par with Darth Vader. Absolutely not. Yeah, you'll be able to fight with him a little bit, and then what? He'll kick 
in the process of a fight because you're like you're so powerful you'll both destroy most far maybe or something like that exactly or so, or something like that or like maybe it turns out that you're lady Corbex's husband or something yeah it's it's i oh well, watch watch black bishop is you Ooh. <laughs> no nah, but in all seriousness yes though, ryan, I don't know. ryan johnson that one kills <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So that was Vader Immortal episode two. Stay tuned for the the Gilbert Report review on episode three. Uh, I really appreciate you covering that with Gilbs. Uh, I, I I'm I am into it, but I like I rather play the VR game than like sit there and watch the gameplay because, like you said, it doesn't seem extremely interesting. So I've been doing like the Cliff Snows version. <laughs> All right, final topic: Spider Man back at the MCU. Comments, Mister Bullman. Um, yay. It, this was always going to happen. So you thought from the very start this was... Okay, now let me ask you a question then. Uh, we get one movie and one tie-in movie. So we get the one movie is to conclude his story in the MCU and basically finish off his story. And then the uh, and then what? His tie-in movie is basically going to explain, you know, why Spider-Man goes bye-bye now. I'm pretty damn sure that's what these last two movies are for, right? To help everybody out creatively? Or or are we going to get two projects and maybe, hey, Sony wants to do some more? Or is this so we can say goodbye to Spider-Man? Uh, no, we're going to get two projects and then Sony's going to want some more because Sony wants money. Um, and this is how you make money with Spider-Man. <clears throat> so, yeah. Do you agree that, like, uh, me personally, like, I think maybe another Spider-Man movie would have made some buku bucks just because, like, Tom Holland would have been in it. And a lot of people that aren't into it as us would have, like, still gone and seen it not knowing that it's, like, not in the MCU. Like, I guarantee there still is a fan base that has no idea what the hell an MCU is. And they just kind of realize that all these characters keep showing up in each other's movies after a while. It's like, wow, they've been making movies for 10 years? Like, I, I dude, I straight, that. yeah, yeah, no, straight up. So, like, to us, like, we're like, oh, my God, you know, it's not even attached to the continuity. It was just, you know, and then to regular fans, they're just be like, oh, it's Tom. Hall. I mean, I guarantee you there's people that kind of realize it's Tom Holland Spider-Man and they're just like, oh, it's another Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. And them go seeing the movie, not realizing that it's not MCU. Um, so, like, I imagined that, like, maybe one of them would have turned out OK or at least made money. I'm not going to say it was going to be a good one. So, like. So you don't think this is a farewell to Spidey and like a convenient way for them to at least finish up their story? Because I thought they were screwed. I was like, first of all, not only is Sony screwed with like just getting the MCU ripped away and like you getting like the base version of this story, basically, like the <laughs> the trial version almost. And then poor Marvel was going to just not ever mention whatever the hell happened to Spider-Man. So like part of me feels like this is. Uh, a, a way for them to have like a nice convenient out mm -hmm. what are you thinking I think Sony got scared i think sony got good and scared when they saw the, re the response to spider-man being out of the mcu well nobody was happy i don't no, like I everyone it. even people who liked who liked uh sony or like the, there was a small amount of people who were like oh but what about you know the the sony can do they can do good what about spider-verse what about and yes i know what about spider-verse was done by uh, the only reason why that was extremely uh, creative people worked on that thing and like really talented people i think that was like I'm not going to say a fluke for Sony, but like there was just so many talented people working on that project that it, it was it was like almost impossible for it to not turn out good. You and I mean, whereas in like also, 
um, like like Spider Verse had this whole thing where the uh, I think the first trailer, the first footage of it came out way before the movie was anywhere near done. Like it done very little, and basically what it did was was Sony were like, okay, we'll show people what it looks like. If people care, we'll let you m- keep making this movie. Um, and everyone loved it, and they're like, okay, it looks like this will make money. Sure, we'll, we'll let you do it. They only made Spider Verse because they knew people wanted to see it. Oh um, yeah, I do um, 100% <laughs> remember that initial trailer of like showing basically like the animation and tech off kind of you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then everyone lost their lost their crap. Yeah, and, yeah, I was one of those people. So yeah. So yeah, Sony. I think Sony is very much driven by what their fans online say. So when when everyone lost their crap and they're like, no, this is not cool. Let's boycott Sony for the next ten years. Yeah, then they're like, oh, okay, shit. Let's let's not do that. Yeah, because I guarantee you, if people hate Morbius and Venom Two sucks, they're just gonna scrap that. Like they're mm-hmm. not they're not exactly. really faithful to nothing, and they're not doing what they want to do. Like, uh, let me rephrase that. They are doing what they want to do occasionally. I definitely see them being like, let's try our Sony thing. And then sometimes it makes money because we're curious. But I guarantee you the sequel is not going to. Like, I think Amazing Spider-Man did, made money because we were all curious about, like, what the hell a Spider-Man reboot even looks like. You know what I mean? We just got done with these. What the hell is Amazing Spider-Man, you know? So everybody out of curiosity ran to see that one. And once they saw that it sucked... Uh, they didn't run to go see Amazing Spider-Man 2. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I 100% imagining if Sony got Tom Holland back, that all this is crashing again. Like, like I said, I think I've said this before. Do we not remember that there was, like, a Sinister Six movie and an Aunt May spinoff planned, and Venom was originally supposed to be a part of the Andrew Garfield cinematic universe? You know what I mean? They tried that before. So, thank God. Um... So you you don't think this is the send off though no? No, no. I I think I think um basically I think Sony are probably actually oh. quite happy with it. Um the whole reporting of the I think this is the this whole thing of like Sony stepping away was a media thing. It probably wasn't a big deal in the actual negotiations. It was most likely Sony went, "Hey, yeah, they were making deals with Marvel and Sony went, "Hey, hey, that isn't what we agreed." Um, and were, you know, negotiating, we're trying to get the deal they wanted. Mm. And then, you know, and then that went out onto, you know, like it ended up on every single website and every single comment section. And we turned it into, you know, like, Sony, you're tearing it away from MCU and we're never going to see this guy again. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I I think we'll see more things like this because I think, you know, like, uh, well, now it seems properties. like a, a yeah. And I was just gonna say, it, it now seems like with uh, I mean, I'm I'm guessing this is what you're just gonna say. The uh, within the announcement of Kevin Feige coming back, he straight flat out says that like <laughs> keep an eye out for surprises. So I think with this whole new like revamped deal, I think we're gonna see like yeah, cross promotion more like Venom showing up in MCU and 100 percent Tom Holland showing up in that other stuff. You know what I mean? I think that's almost a give me, right? Maybe, maybe if if they involve Doctor Strange or like the Quantum Realm or something like that, maybe. I almost okay, less so than Venom showing up in in the MCU, but I almost want to like guarantee that like Sony can have Tom Holland show up in like Morbius if they want. I can almost guarantee yeah, that's but, a part but of but the deal. It's, but I doubt it will be if if Tom Holland does show up as Spider Man in the in the Sony verse. 
I seriously doubt it's going to be like, oh, well, I was also doing stuff with the Avengers. Don't don't you watch TV? I'm no, like, no I don't think they'll ever say something like that. But I do think if a Spider-Man shows up, it will be Tom Holland. See, guys, I, I, I don't think so. I think because one, because I don't think it would make sense. I think Marvel would have a problem with it. Um, Kevin, Feige, also, like, Kevin Feige straight up said that, like, to keep your eye out for for some like future surprises. You know what I mean? He said, yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't mean that Tom Holland is going to be Well, it was in. I'm I'm not having the context necessarily 100, percent but like it was in the context of doing something with Sony and their other Sony verse movies. You I, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see, I can see like Sony. Well, I can see Spider-Man characters currently owned by Sony turning up in the Marvel, in the MCU. I think the thing is like the world is a bit different now because a lot of these things of like having characters turning up in different stuff. The problem that people have with it is usually um, to do with stuff outside of the film because essentially, you know, Sony will basically license the character back to Marvel. They make money off of it. The only problem they ever have sometimes is with merchandising because merchandising becomes a big deal. And basically, if you have two versions of the character, initially they thought that you'd be competing against each other. You know, you'd go and buy the version of Venom that turns up in the MCU, not the um, Tom Hardy version of Venom. Exactly, because that would be record. that. I would be that fan, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, that's the problem. You're you're the problem. I actually, you're the reason that it's going to change is because they've realised fans buy both. That's what fans do because we're comic book fans. We've been doing it forever. Because there's been multiple continuities of every single superhero forever, and we've never gone, oh, not my continuity. Oh yeah, no, I'm straight yeah. up. I'm straight up looking at like all my, my Funko Spider-Man collection, and it, they're all from like different continuities. You have like Spider-Verse and Far From Home, and you have the PS4 one and the classic one, and the like. Yeah, I totally. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I don't. They might do a thing where you don't see. Like the Spider-Man, yeah. You know, so like a bit like um, like when Superman turns up at the end of Shazam, you know, you don't see his face or whatever. You know, he's just there. So we might have that, uh, maybe. Or to be honest, I would be totally cool with this. Sony wants to do a Sony verse. They have their own Spider-Man, and I think that's a good way to do it because it would just be, it would be. Weird. You and I would want to. You would I would would want to see with um. It, okay, let's say Sony does want to use Spider-Man for some stories. I think would be really neat is especially since it seems like they're focusing more on the villains of their universe. You know what I mean with Morbius and I and I, I imagine them creating some sort of like team up with Venom eventually in the future. I think it would be really neat to see Spider Man as um like masked all the time. You know what I mean? Like we don't get to see Peter Parker ever. Like when Spider Man shows up in these stories, yeah. it's it, he is just Spider Man. We never get to see Peter Parker because who cares? It's not about Peter Parker this time around, but it is about Spidey. Yeah. Yeah, essentially that, you know. Um, also, as well, one of the reasons I, I don't think you'd have, um, uh, like, the actors crossing over um, as the same character is because I think that will be a contractual nightmare. Because, you know, like, the, these contracts that they're on are involving things like, you know, like how they promote, what they can say on um, talk show circuits and all that sort of stuff. So if you've got Tom Holland, then is like, you know, trying to serve two masters on that, it's going to be really difficult for him. Okay. End up now, like, now, in the wrong place. No, I, I do agree with what you're saying. Now, let's take Kevin Feige. What surprise is he talking about then? I don't know. Um, any old crap. Well, I, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I imagine uh, them being there being some sort of. Well, there was a reworking of the deal, for example, with like financial wise. But I want to say that there's a couple additional details that we're not knowing with this, uh, this like re 
vamp of the contract, what would you imagine that be? Like, I imagine Sony being like, all right, or Sony or Disney, one of them, you know, being like, all right, and I see it being more on Sony's side, actually, but I imagine them being like, all right, if you want to re-sign with us then, and you want 25%, then either, like, I'm trying to figure out what they would be more pushy with, but, like, maybe, I don't know, I don't see Kevin Feige wanting to use Venom, but I see him wanting to share Spider-Man. That's why I keep going back to that one, unfortunately. As much as that's not what I want, I'm trying to figure out, like, realistically what that, like, additional clause could be. What What do you think it could be, Gilbs? Uh, well, um... I definitely know there's something in there. You, you'd you be stupid not to, to think that they don't... Yeah. Like if, 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 honestly, I want to go back up to the to the comments that we were talking about earlier. Like this is something that we were talking about in the comments of this video earlier. Is uh, one thing that actually might have been an additional clause. Maybe that's why Kevin Feige. Maybe this whole Sony Marvel deal. Maybe that's why Kevin Feige left Marvel or he stepped down from Marvel, went to Lucasfilm. Is like maybe that was a condition. Is that well, fine. We'll let you guys make another Spider-Man movie, but you don't get to be part of it, or you don't get to be part of the MCU anymore, or something like that. Like that's some real like Illuminati BS right here. But I'm like. Maybe that's like some backroom stuff that they're not talking about. Is that's why Kevin Feige is going to, to Star Wars and he's not going to be in Marvel anymore? Yeah, yeah. I I one hundred percent agree with uh, Das Spence also in the comments was saying that uh, Disney is working with Sony because they make more money um, off their merchandise and comics when the movies do better. And I one hundred percent agree with you. When I have cool, fun Spider-Man stuff coming out, I'm really pedal to the metal with it. When yeah, it's but then that like- stopped Sony from making other other bad movies before. <laughs> yeah, and you what's funny is we're all talking like like they that Sony stopped at one point. Sony has never stopped. They have continued to make like these movies were releasing at the same time as the MCU, and then Amazing Spider-Man dropped off, and then now they're just doing their Venom thing now. Like they're they've never had any motive to just stop doing it. They're just figuring out different ways to do it because yeah, like they're just yeah. they're trying to they're just like throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah, whereas in 10 years of Marvel, we've had a consistent continuity. The 10 years of Sony doing whatever the hell, we've had like three different... Yeah, it's just crazy. And yeah, they're not giving we've us any... three Spider-Man trilogies. And nothing... Well, to... No, no, no. no the, suppose... yeah, the second one didn't even get a trilogy. Yeah. One thing you could do is... Um, that might be cool, maybe, uh, would be if in one of the MCU movies, they clone Tom Holland... And then Sony do a red spider movie. Oh, it's a Scarlet Spider. Ooh, Scarlet, Scarlet Spider. Yeah. 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 I'd be so that down. That would be cool. You can have Tom Holland with like a bit of a shorter spike here, like blonde haircut or something, like they do with Ben Riley. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe. the whole thing, yeah, the whole thing with that story is like you have this new, you have the Ben Riley clone, and it, that's a, a mix of, um, it, that's Ben Parker and uh, May Riley, you know, so they mix the two names. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he basically everybody is gonna know that there's two Peter Parkers walking around with the clothes on. <laughs> so he basically like dyes his hair and and like blonde and stuff. That's why like occasionally like uh, I think it was in that Spider-Man cartoon, right? When the, he took off his mask, he's like, "I'm blonde in that universe," you know? Yeah, that in the in yeah. the '90s cartoon. Yeah, so I imagine them also like kind of maybe making one look one way and one another way. Would you see the oh, now okay. Harrison? Would you ever see those like? These Peter, uh, these two Spider Man's like crossover again. Um, yeah, maybe like uh, like we could do that in like another Avengers or something. Like, uh, I would love to see like an Avengers style like um kind of like event movie, but surrounded with Spider Man characters. Oh, yeah, dude, I'd be 
like remake a, a Spider-Man, th- remake a Spider-Man movie. Like you know that remember that uh, thing with Madam Web and like it, we just we just talked about it a second ago, the '90s cartoon where yeah. he did all the yeah. Have that happen and have Tom Holland show up as Tom Holland. Just like have one of them be like, "Hey, what's up? I'm I'm Tom Holland." He's like, <laughs> "Spoil it." He's about ready to spoil the the end of the movie. They're like, "Shut up!" <laughs> like, you know, I, actually, guys, I've actually seen this movie. I, I, I was working on it earlier. I've read the script. Shut up! Yeah, I actually did really well in, in the box office. Yeah. <laughs> he's, you he's guys should be totally stoked. It got great. It got great lit for a second one. It's like see, and I think I don't know. I think that would be actually kind of cool to have a spider, a live action Spider Verse with you know, but have it be the same way as we did with uh, the '90s cartoon. Yeah, that way you could actually also introduce Madam Web. Yeah, I imagine if there is some weird contingency where somebody has to show up with somebody, then it being more of a fun movie. Like also maybe like Harrison was saying, maybe there is an MCU movie. Um where the like maybe one of the movies it it is kind of like so it doesn't so integrally like mix with the mcu to a point where it could like taint it but like maybe one of the movies have like a group you know like the sinister six and have it be some of the mcu guys but maybe venom and morbius is on that sinister six and maybe one more guy from like the sony side of things you know what i mean and and maybe that's what they're they're kind of like cross cross collaboration thing i know they want they're they want more crossover for sure so like I'm guessing if they if they would do that, then maybe I'd want something kind of like that. And then that way, like if Venom does show up, it, it it's not super integral to the story where we're like, why isn't Tom Hardy interacting with you know Thor? You know what I'm saying? Like oh, it, because it was a, more of a central Spider-Man story. You know what I mean? We never bitch about seeing Vulture, you know, interacting with the rest of the MCU because Vulture's not supposed to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So kind of the same with Venom, except Venom, they made him more popular over the years. Now <laughs> you have an entire yeah. comic event right now going on. Um, okay, I think we're going to need to end the episode first. But before we do that, let's um, do our final Joker predictions. It comes out next Friday. All right. So Gilbert, step into the mind of future Gilbert. You saw the movie because we, ha- we have to. It's a Fulcrum report. <laughs> yeah. And, and my thought. And, and be fair and honest, Gilbert, go. <laughs> well, it tried. It really, really tried. And you know what? It had some coolest parts. But overall, I'm going to say meh. Your prediction. It was, not, it was not my prediction. Is that it's going to be, um, especially with this, with the new trailer I saw, him talking about Thomas Wayne and showing the kid. I'm assuming it's going to be That's not uh, Thomas story Wayne. him becoming Joker. And he's going to kill Thomas Wayne. Like, he, he is going to shoot Thomas Wayne, or he's going to tell someone to do it. And yeah, like, I, he's going to. That's not Bruce up, Wayne, is it? That's, I think that's exactly who that is. That can't be. I, I, it, it, this also, story just needs to be like just, right? Just, just straight up. But yeah, my thought is that Joker's going to, he's going to get all depressed. He's going to go on that show. He's going to go all killing Joe, or he's going to go all Dark Knight Returns and kill everyone, including Robert De Niro. And then he's going to go on a massive, like he's going to, there's going to like the whole city is going to be in a, in like chaos. It's like, they're going to think he's dead. Like something's going to happen. He's going to, they're all going to think he's dead and it's going to end with him in the alley, uh, shooting, uh, Thomas and Martha Wayne. Okay. Now what about this whole theory where, um, have any of you guys seen the King of comedy real quick? No, no. You Harrison? No. 
Okay, it's, it's the same kind of story as the Martin Scorsese movie. Um, basically, it's about this comedian. He would talk to himself in his room and have these hallucinations where he'd be sitting in his room alone and he'd think he's on a talk show or whatever, you know, like a David Letterman or something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, then all of a sudden you hear his mom yell from the other room and you'd find out that he's in a hallucination. A lot of people are thinking that uh, a, a large portion of this movie is him hallucinating so for example when you see these riots in the train stations and people running past him a lot Mm -hmm. of people are thinking that he in his head thinks that he's this like driving force of all these of these mobs and stuff but they're actually going to be upset about other stuff and he's hallucinating the clown thing like he's hallucinating that he think that and he is going to do some messed up stuff but like he is going to think he's more the joke like the joker than he really actually is if that makes any sense it's more of a so it's like a his, lot of the stuff like what he actually is is that but when he what he thinks he is is this he thinks he's like some badass that's just causing shit and like just running around and you know and also another thing that kind of points some credence to it is in the in the trailer if you notice when he's there's some scenes of him looking very his body language one way obviously this dude has some issues but his body uh-huh. language one way. But when he is in like Joker mode, like same with the smoke and stuff, he just has such like confidence to the point where I almost think like he's in his own world. Like that. Maybe, but it could just be that he feels confident in that persona as the Joker. That's true. Whereas he that didn't too. before. That too. And I'm not going to doubt that he like wears the makeup or anything. Another thing, I, I want to mention one thing later, but um, I don't know. That's a huge running theory. And like the more I look at it, the more I do think that by the end of this movie, there's also some girl he's in love with, too. Yeah. So like, for example, I I, like I think that he's going to he's going to think that like by him doing something that this girl is going to love him. And then when he goes to do this act, he's going to go to the girl and then she's going to be like terrified of him. I'm almost like going to straight up say he's going to murder her like or do something bad to her. Mm-hmm. something bad something happens to this chick he's in love with you know what i mean so like that's that's my kind of joker prediction i wanted to see what you thought about that that theory because it sounds kind of legitimate because like for example when you see him in the riots the the signs in the background don't say anything about like joker or anything it's about like workman's rights mm-hmm. and like it doesn't even seem like his particular story has anything to do with workman's rights his story is about like i have a sick mom and people keep shitting on me you know what i mean yeah dude i just <sighs> I just don't care. I don't care what it is about. It's about mental illness. It's about Joe. It's about him. It's about Batman. I don't care. I just don't want anything to do with this. All right, Harry. Sorry. Harrison, step into the mind of future Harrison and tell me how the Joker was. Uh, it was good, but it should never have been called the Joker. Why? Because like it's not it's not a good Batman movie. It's not a good like Joker movie. It's just. A good story about like, like a, yeah. a guy who loses it and goes, you know, becomes like a supervillain. And it's technically not even like a Joker movie, right? It's it would if it weren't for the name and the makeup he wears, it's basically not even a, a comic book movie, right? I mean, so I mean, the makeup doesn't look like any iteration of Joker there's ever been. So it's uh, yeah, none of it. It's like like he he's a clown that happens to have green hair. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I said, I I really like the the trailers for this. They look like they're going to be. It looks like bits of this could be absolutely great. Um, 
it just depends how it goes. I'm really positive about it because I, I, I like Joaquin Phoenix. I think he can do a great uh, performance for this. Um, but like, it, I I uh, have like no interest in prequels for Batman for some reason. No, they I really annoy yeah. me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You watch Gotham um, and you just get to see little kid versions of everybody. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, somebody described it? Uh, Henry Zabrowski on Last Podcast on the Left described it as uh, the Batman Muppet Babies, it's and it's, it's exactly that. And uh, like, so you know, like the the fact that you know Thomas Wayne, even just mentioning the name Thomas Wayne in it, it just annoys me. Like <laughs> it, it, it just really it winds me up because I'm like, oh, we've got to do this you, again. They're gonna do the Batman. We're gonna see the pearls. We're gonna see the gun. Is he with Bruce Wayne sitting there over his dead parents? Like, what? Okay, so it's betting time uh, now. Um, Gilbert, Gilbert, you're but, wrong. Um, it's not going to happen. I can almost guarantee you that they're not going to dick with anything like that. You know what I mean? Well, also, uh-huh. like the the the. Uh, there, why that, would you ruin that this? shot you had of Bruce Wayne of him like making him smile? If that is Bruce Wayne, he seems to be he used to have flowers. So I think that Bruce might be at like his parents' funeral. It's well, let's real, real quick. Black. Let's uh, try no. and like figure this out real, real quick. He's okay. So timeline wise, this looks like before he goes full Joker. Yet he has some sort of like he has a bit of his Joker confidence. So maybe he's been the Joker a couple times, not so publicly. Um, and then like yeah, like you said, but this is him as Trevor, and then that he he's on the other side of a gate too. Like what's going on? Like and why? What is happening here? Like, could you explain to me what happened in yeah, this? Yeah, but, but there's, I mean, wait, Harris, there's Harris, part in the trailer where he, he does that same thing with, and I think, and there's a guy who's like in a, in a nice suit says, go away. You know, you're, you know, you, you're like a vagrant or something. Get out of here. Or something. I, and it, I think it might be Thomas Wayne's house. I think he's like messing with Thomas with the gate. I'm really, oh, scary. I'm really hoping that, that it really doesn't tie in too much to the mythos of anybody uh besides the joke the joker i don't want to see if uh, me personally i do not want to see bruce wayne at all in this movie or or not even barely thomas rain if you want to have like a famous mayor from the comics or like some sort of gang something from the comics you know what i mean like uh what's what's that one famous gang from uh from the batman comics oh i can can never remember the name like generic italian name yeah yeah the falcone crime family there you go i I would be absolutely fine with that showing up in this you know what I mean? Because that has nothing to do with anything ever. You know what I mean? We don't really ever care about that. I do not want to see Thomas Wayne in this at all. I don't want to. This is years before Batman. I do well, not want to see. You're going to be disappointed. Because I don't really see them marketing as like they're not they're mark not marketing it as so much of like a, a DC origin story. It's just like this is how the Joker becomes the Joker. I'm telling you, man, this kid's going to become the Robert Pattinson Batman. Okay, I am going to. No, you're wrong. <laughs> yes, I, no i'm not wrong no He's no totally this is the this, i think Beck. this is its own movie it's just a one-off and this is that and it's a more piece of it's they entered in film festivals there's no way that this is a part of a cinematic anything no oh that doesn't mean jack no nope. it means jack and or no i don't think we're ever going to see this joker even show up again unless like okay, they make man. a sequel to this saying? thing i'm almost uh, yeah sebastian in t- in two years time i want you to look th- i want you to look back on this and i want you to remember this these words Okay, so I'll I'll say they might make a sequel, maybe make a sequel of this due to like it doing so well and stuff like that. So maybe they can pull off a sequel. I guarantee you, it's not going to cross over with anything else. 
it's just the Joker. Why would you have why would you have this this potentially really good uh, you know award winning movie mess with anything that's goofy over there? You know what I mean? Keep that separate. Keep this thing. It's it's three steps away from being an indie film. You know what I mean? Hmm. So, like, I don't want this thing that... It doesn't even look like a traditional movie. I never want to see this Joker ever show up in a Batman movie. Like, no. Uh, I really... You know what my prediction is for this movie? I think I would like that... I think I'm going to come out of this, this film saying, I would have loved that movie if everyone would shut up about it. <laughs> like, because, like, because, because, this is this is the only thing that's getting me down on this movie is like the constant like, what's it gonna be? What's it gonna? Be? What's this? Ah, oh, but it can't be that. And it's like, oh, could, you know, like, um, let's just, just go see it. Let's just go find out what they're doing. Let's just go find out, guys. Um, and yeah, and people being upset about it not adding up to one or the other. And it's like, just, just take it as a one-off story and go with it. Yeah, that's what I want to do with this Again, like, whatever this movie continuity is doesn't mess with your real head canon or the canon that you follow in the books. It doesn't do anything to that. It's just Joaquin Phoenix being weird. I'm literally... I agree with you because I'm literally... Me being a Star Wars fan and a Marvel fan is just, like, tied to continuity like none other, especially if you do them all like we do. So I am really excited to take a fresh breath of air and go see... A movie for once <laughs> you know what i mean a real movie i feel like i've never yeah. watching real movies i feel like i'm watching a series of like a nerd you know like the most expensive nerd series in the world i never ever feel like i'm watching like a, a real life movie you know what i mean the other day i watched john wick and i'm like oh my god i saw a real life movie so i'm hoping that this <laughs> is this is more of like a real movie as compared to like you know our our episodes of the marvel saga which are great, but like that feels like a TV show kind of disappointed. That's all I'm gonna say. It's prepared to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, it could. Like, yeah. We'll do the quick question now. I've got to go to work. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, worry. This is perfect. Okay. Thank you guys. By the way, um, quiz question was worst case scenario. So what was it for? Um, so we we already did the MCU. So yeah, yeah. for Spider Man. Yeah. So it, for Spider Man, his his uh, disappearance. Exactly. So, yeah, give you the the worst case scenario if if Marvel would have not worked things out. So, Gilbert, go for it. All right. Well, it would have been, they would have tried to do something. Uh, what it would have been is that uh, one of from the Sony verse, there would have been a, a sorcerer who vaguely looked like Madame Web. They're not going to say it's Madame Web, but it's going to look a lot like her. And from there, what she was going to do, she opened. She was going to open a portal in the multiverse and pull Spider-Man through it to try to kill Venom. Why? Who knows? It's this is a Sony movie. We're not looking for story. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and that's and so basically, Tom Holland is just chilling out, and he gets he gets pulled through a, a portal and gets forced to be in the Sony verse, and he can't. Oh. He's not allowed to go back. And, and before it's... the movie ends, the Madam Web chick dies, so she can't send him back. <laughs> These poor guys just trapped in the Sonyverse. Yeah, and now he's just stuck in the Sonyverse, and he's like, oh, cool, okay. And he just kind of goes with it. He goes to, like, see his friends, and it's like, nobody's the same. It's just like... Yeah, just... Like, like, in that world, Ned is actually, like, skinny, and he's all popular. It's like, a, just a skinny, white, popular kid. There, there is no MJ. It's just, like, just, just different people entirely. Aunt May just, like, is just a different person. Yeah, and so he just he's just forced to live in this in and be <laughs> Spider Man in the in the Sony verse. 
I really want to see the story too of like there is a prior existing Peter Parker, by the way. And like he that Peter Parker isn't Spider-Man in that universe. <laughs> they just have to explain that off somehow. Like maybe he he does something with <laughs> that. But, but then yeah. but then what they would do is because in the MCU it's established that the that the Daily Bugle was a was an online thing. Oh my what god. What we're gonna do is it, the Daily Bugle is an actual newspaper and Peter Parker goes to work for that. So they're gonna make it the actual Spider-Man that we all know. Okay. So I would that's admire. how Sony would try to do it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, excellent, sir. Harrison, how would Sony... Worst case scenario if this thing didn't turn out. Okay. Um, I've... So... Okay. And like so, I said, um, this is based off the basis of Marvel not being able to say anything about Spider-Man leaving and then essentially Sony bringing in Tom Holland. So, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So... I've got a new theory for how Marvel deal with it. So what Marvel do is they create the first original character that comes from the MCU, not from the comics. And what they do is that like the next movie opens and it's Tom Holland and no one ever calls him Peter Parker. No one ever like refers to any trademark names. It's just like, um, like Samuel Jackson's there as uh, uh, Fury, and he goes, "Right, your name is Dieter Darker, um, and you live with your uncle Max, and you are going to hang out." And like they've just like we just go, and now you're in the witness protection program, and so they create a superhero that doesn't have web shooters, that has a new costume, and he just happens to be able to stick to walls. And he's never written down, they never make a comic book about him, so there's no way for him to come under the Spider-Man license so Sony can't own him, but they get to keep Tom Holland <laughs> and a character that we all know is Spider-Man, we're just not allowed to say it. Ooh, would it be like extremely yucky and cringe? Or would it like work? Would it be like just Marvel just like busted out I, of it? You know? I think I think you you could do it. Like, like I think there'd be a bit of um like, you know. You'd refer to everything, but you'd never say it. So you're like, and uh, what about um, you know, the guy who said that thing? And then there's just like, you know, like, oh yeah, we dealt with him. And there's just a shot of like a door being kicked down, and um, uh, someone with a haircut that's suspiciously similar. Um, oh, or is he bald in this one? I can't remember. Um, yeah, just, he's bald. Just yeah, yeah. Just, just a guy like the the silhouette of JJ just being shot somewhere. It's like, yeah, don't worry, we took care of that. Um, and like, and just, just everyone can stick around. The only, the only characters that can't stick around are MJ um, and Ned, I think, because like they, they're from the book. So we just like, we lose all those characters from the other movies, but we just keep Spider Man. But now he's, you know, like, I don't know, Beetle Boy. Yeah, I was literally going to say, or, or you could like straight up just do Hit Monkey as long as Hit uh, Monkey. Or no, what was he in? What was he in uh, Far From Home? Night Monkey. Yeah, Night Monkey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you just yeah. straight up called Night Monkey from then on out. And you can totally do it too, because like they never once called Scarlet Witch or or um or what's his name? Quicksilver mutants at all. And they've never even called her Scarlet Witch. So like, yeah, Harrison, that <laughs> totally could happen. And uh yeah, yeah, they just do yeah, that. They just keep that character around, but they're just they're never allowed to refer to him as that anymore. Alright, um, I'm going to give it... <laughs> okay, now this was for worst case scenario. So, like, Harrison, I actually really like your idea. And that, like, I feel like is a plausibility that could have turned out really well. So it's a weird turn of event. Uh, Gilbert wins because his would have been yeah. more... 
<laughs> more cringe and nasty and we were doing worst case That's what scenario. I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah no but i i really dig that idea here so that would have actually been something cool that would have um, turned out of that for sure that worked out but uh gilbert yeah thank you because that would have been stuff i would not have wanted to watch <laughs> holy crap i might actually win this this season but yeah i don't i don't even know i have to go back this week and listen to all the to rack up all the points but uh yeah gilbert gets this one it was funny because right as harrison was giving me the answer i was like oh harrison you instantly win but then i remembered the question and i was like oh my god i surprised myself gilbert wins this week so <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much uh gilbert uh thank you for being on the uh the show um why don't you tell them um any plugs or anything and then also tell them about the the patreon real real fast Oh yeah, uh, we also have and, a uh, Patreon. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, uh, yeah, we have a Patreon account. It is patreon.com forward slash the Fulcrum Report or forward slash Fulcrum Report, and in there you can get. We have two tiers: the one dollar and the five dollar. And for one dollar, you get at the very end of our videos, just like this, you'll get a, a a personal, you know, like a thank you. So we'll say your name. We'll we'll put a thank you out there. We'll do something funny. I'm sure. <laughs> we'll oh, have yeah. awkward laughing by Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, a, a comment earlier. It's like, is there going to be more awkward laughing this episode? I'm just like, I'm, that's totally Sebastian, right? <laughs> no, but yeah, but uh, and then yeah, five, for five dollars, you also get access to our page or to our not Patreon to our uh, discount Discord account or to our Discord server. So you can also so you can come in there. You can be like, hey guys, what's up? You can talk to us. You know, you can see what we're going to talk about the next episode, and you know, you get to see our thumbnails. You get to see our our little like crazy little stuff that's that's not that's you know not known by the public yet secrets secrets <laughs> lies oh, and deceptions. for only five dollars come on come on guys yeah what what do, you wanna, what do you want to what do you want to do would you rather contribute your money to the the mario kart mobile battle pass or do you want to you want to join in with your homies and be a part of <laughs> A real community. <laughs> you want to be on the cutting edge of one of the world's greatest podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> you could say you were there at the beginning. Uh, so everybody go check out patreon.com forward slash Fulcrum Report. Awesome, awesome. Gilbert, thank you so much for being on this episode. Any uh, final plugs for you? Uh, no, I think we're doing... I think uh, I was wrong last time when I said that this week is going to be... Uh, you know, this upcoming week is going to be the special. I think this week is going to be Canaan. And then the following weekend is going to be sp the, the special. So yeah, be on the lookout for that next in like two weeks. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Right on. And then I believe, uh, I guess next week, um, if we can get out to see it, if we're not like working too much, because like I'm working like yeah, the, yeah, the Joker. Yeah, well, so everybody. Uh, oh no, next week will be fulcrum fulcrum fight, and then um, yeah, okay, so episode sixty one will be our our Joker review then. All right, sounds good. Yeah, and then if other stuff came out, then we can maybe do partial Joker review. But, like, uh, yeah, I don't even know if we'll be able to see it within, like, three days of the podcast, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. everybody, uh, keep a, keep an eye out for uh, some fun episodes. Oh, yeah. Go, go check out Star Wars Issue 8 on, on the Comic Experience. That's out. I, I worked on that. There we go. Yeah, awesome. There we go. Thank you, Gilbs. <laughs> Mr. Harrison Bullman, thank you so much for showing up this week. Uh, thank you for for uh, for going some additional sleep to uh, hang out with your homies this week. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, any final plugs for you, sir? Um, yeah, so I think last time I was on, uh, I was like, oh, I don't have anything to plug. And then the very next day, uh, my friend, the Russian comic book geek, uh, released um, the final part of... Uh, 
solving everything. Uh, the Fantastic Four one shot that's fantastic. Um, and uh, they, he's not only has he done that, but he's released the movie version. So it's all four parts uh, combined into one video. And that's what you're able to watch now on uh, the Russian Comic Book Geeks uh, YouTube channel. And I am Ben Grimm. Excellent, excellent. Awesome. Thank you so much for showing up. This, uh, do you think you might be able to possibly show up on, on Friday? Because I'm going to be doing it until like the wee hours in the morning. So actually might like coincide with you. You might be able to show up on that live Friday episode. Possibly. Yeah, it depends. So I am uh, going to be doing so. I, I'm at a, I'm at a show oh, uh, I think Friday already... night. So it'll be, it'll be Saturday morning. So it depends on like how messed up I got the night before. Um, whether I can turn up. Right? <laughs> Tell me about it. If we had to record this show yesterday, I would have been able to show up. I got... <laughs> I have way too much fun at our, at our sponsor. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, possibly. Also, um, I would like to say that uh, uh, Talktober is starting on Tuesday. So that is... Um, I will be on my YouTube channel putting out a video every single day all the way through October. Um, and you can... That YouTube channel is Harrison Bullman VA. Uh, and you can come over and uh, see what I do. We've got some weird prompts this year, so we're going to have some weird videos. Fun, fun, fun. I really appreciate you, sure for sh- sir, for showing up this week. It was awesome. It was brilliant. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome, awesome. Real, real quick before we end the episode, Gilbert Harrison, any final words for each other before Fulcrum Fight 6? You're going down, British boy. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I might be. Oh, dear. <laughs> Don't like, die on us. Jeez, no. I, I gotta beat you first. No, he, <sighs> he just couldn't even bother to to even come up with something for you, Gilbert. That he just a cough was just barely enough. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So so legit having trouble out here. <sighs> okay, yeah. Um oh I'll fight you, Gilbert, and I'll win. <laughs> <laughs> that okay? Was that good? That was excellent, yeah. sir. You could go to bed now. I really appreciate you. <laughs> um, my name is Sebastian I'm the host you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Revan Winter Soldier um, please make sure to give this video a like subscribe to our channel hit the little bell notification so you know when our videos pop up uh, thank you everybody for watching so much and then also uh, if you listen to this later on any major podcast apps you can go check it out on there uh, thanks to uh, Gilbert and uh, Anchor so mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we're on all the major podcast apps. And then, uh, like I said, I, I always check the comments uh, during the whole week. So if you guys uh, leave any comments uh, at the end of the episode, I'll make sure to pop down there. I'm Revan Winter Soldier in the comments as well. Uh, you'll see the, that scary, terrifying image of Bugs Bunny. That's me. So, <laughs> all right, guys. But uh, until next week's episode of uh, a Fulker Report, I'm Sebastian. It's been Gilbert and Harrison. And uh, we had a real fun time with you guys. Thank you. Peace out. Shh.